Welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffat, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have time to watch lengthy professional development webinars, so we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthy way. And we have with us today, our guest is Jim Evans, and Jim is going to, he comes to us with a wealth of experience. He's taught for 30 years. Um, He taught middle school band, quite a lot of beginners, as well as K-12, always in Title I schools. He's Retired, but not really retired. He's back in the schools working, um, still doing consulting and the like. He's also a composer and he um, runs some summer music programs and the like. But his passion, one of his passions has been young bands, those beginning bands. And so he has created, and I came across this because I'm teaching beginning band for the first time in my 35 years of teaching. And I came across his site um, and was blown away by it. And so I asked him to be a guest today so he could share with us. So I know they're not here to hear me talk today. They're here to learn what you've got because there's some heavy duty takeaways today. Um, and so uh, before I uh, give him a moment to tell us a little bit about himself, I just want you guys to hang in today because he's going to give us some resources that he's used to help and you can use to help teach and reinforce concepts with your ensembles and enrichment stuff for students to keep them engaged and retain them during those beginning years, even if you have very little to no budget. All right. So hang on there. And um, Jim Evans, welcome aboard. Oh, thank you. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, we're so glad to have you here. Um, before we dig in um, to to asking you some questions about this resource that you've created and are going to talk to us about, tell us what led you to becoming a band director. What you know, it's a lot of time to spend doing something, so there must have been a reason. Right. Well, you know, I was in band in school, and I uh, uh, went to college on a on a music scholarship and studied composition. I got a degree in composition, and I graduated, and I couldn't get a composition job. And, uh, you know, so my skills kind of lined up with band directing, so I, so I started teaching. So started teaching on an emergency certification, you know, went back to school, got my, got my regular certification and I've just been doing it ever since. And, uh, you know, kind of combined, uh, the, uh, original, you know, the composition with, the with the band directing. So, um, Talk to us today about, because you're going to talk to us about some great resources you created for beginning bands, but there's already a lot of stuff out there for beginning bands. So why didn't you just get that stuff and move on with life? Talk to us about that. Okay. Well, um, of course, I first started doing this. I I graduated in 90. I started teaching in the mid 90s and the internet was just becoming a big thing. And uh, it just seemed to me like, man, it sure would be cool if we had stuff on the internet that would, you know, ban resources on the internet, if we could share and collaborate. And so I put a website together and I put, uh, you know, I put together a, uh, like a couple of method books and just scale sheets and finger charts and all that kind of stuff. And I did that. And I had that on the internet for a while, uh, about seven or eight years. And I kind of shut it down because other folks were doing it too. And then, um, and then about, well, about seven or eight years ago, 2015, 16, somewhere in there, uh, you know, I just re- realized that I, sh- I should really focus on young bands because there's such a need, especially the first year or two uh, with young bands, small bands. And 
bands with a without a lot of budget, uh, I sh- I could kind of focus my energies there, and that's uh, and that's what I did. And so, I have in addition to the to the uh, uh, method books that I had, I did those in like 2000 or so. Uh, I started creating some, uh, you know, some ensemble and other other materials for young bands, and I put them on a and I started up a new website for that. So that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, but it's so generous that you've put this stuff out there and you let people use it now because once you've got something like like that, you can take it and and maybe modify a little bit. But man, you you put so much stuff out there. Um, I wanted to ask you if you could. You know, there's so much that we could go about, but maybe we could pick three sections to have you tell mm-hmm. us about them and what makes them helpful, especially in situations you know like where this might be your only resource. So why uh what first first talk to us about the free downloadable and printable printable method books you've got on there okay so um in uh in 2000 i uh i over the summer i just spent my summer writing um a method book that is called it's called bandfolio band method uh i i did it because i wanted to have a free printable downloadable band method um for for my classes and i wanted to share them with other folks uh because i always had problems with kids buying and keeping up with band methods um i I tried i tried to get the school to supply them and they and they wouldn't do it you know they said they're consumed i don't know anyway so (laughs) Because it was uh, early, you know, it was 2000 and it, it was, uh, you know, bandwidth was still an issue. I tried to make it concise, you know, so that uh, so that it wouldn't take forever to download. And um, I, I, I just tried to hit all the all the concepts that I felt like needed to be in a first year band method um, and make it so, you know, so that you just uh print them off and pass them out. And if the kids don't bring one, you can just print another one. Um, so then the next summer I did the same thing. I did a second year band method and I, I kind of, I, I made it, uh, so that, uh, it hits, it like runs through key signatures with a, a bunch of, uh, you know, exercises, uh, like uh you know you know scale patterns stuff like that and then some maybe some like short corral and stuff so that it would get kids uh familiar with uh you know b flat e flat f a flat c concert and um start expanding range and that sort of thing both of those i made them put them out put them out on a website called bandfolio.com that was a long time ago that website's not there anymore um but uh that that was that was the idea. Uh, and you have keep them free. I'm sorry. Oh, but you do have them out there on beginning dot band dot. Yes, I do. I yeah. do have. There's they are out there. Uh, that I've got them. You can literally go download like one book, or you can go download like a bundle that has them all in a zip file, and they're free. Um, past wow. you know. They, uh, I've also recommended some to folks that they could, you know, use them as supplementary material. You may have, you may not be in a situation where you need uh, to have books that you can just print off 
but they, they can still be useful for, for a supplement. Yeah. And nowadays with so many schools with kids one-on-one on devices too, they can go in and pull it up. So you don't have to keep doing it for them. During COVID. As a yeah. teacher, you know, having them be able to get their own resource so they don't come irritate you. <laughs> when, uh, during COVID, when we're, when we were in Schoology and I could, I just put, had all the band methods, all, you know, cause all, all the kids were sitting at home with their horns and I was able to just like, have all the books there and just have them open the book and uh, yeah that was uh that was really helpful um so yeah and still is so they can practice at home if they don't have their music with them and stuff like that so i think this is always yes they can always get another copy dog didn't eat the other copy it's up there on the google drive kids (laughs) that's it Awesome. No excuses. That's 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 a you know this whole episode would be worth it just to let people know that that resource is out there because it is Mm -hmm. huge. But talk to us about um, you also have solo and ensemble resources. So give us a brief little uh, insight as to what's there. Okay. Well, so I uh, I have always I've always been a big proponent of taking kids to to solo and ensemble. You know because it. You know, it builds that independence. You get the young kids reading, counting, playing, you know, taking ownership of a piece, you know, preparing. I just really, um, I've really been, you know, like wanted my kids to do that. So we were using the, you know, um, I can't remember, Chose, I think is the name of the, I want to say, there's a, Festival solos, festival solos, uh, which is good, you know, uh, and I have the whole set and I was using them with the kids. Um, but, you know, uh, especially for clarinet, it was it was hard to find if, if the kids can't play over the break yet uh, there. I, I think there was one solo that worked for them. You know, it was a lot of dotted rhythms and stuff. It was like we could we could maybe get stuff that was at a lower level uh especially like um like we had a lot of elementary kids in you know Birmingham City I was teaching at the time that I made these I was taking I had fourth and fifth graders and we wanted I wanted music that they could play with confidence you know I wanted to let, make sure they weren't missing entrances things like that uh also Concurrently with this, our state, uh, the in, in Alabama, they were kind of like trying to really encourage people to have accompaniment when they go to solo and ensemble. Because we don't have like a require like like Texas. I started when I started teaching in Texas, we had a, a PML and we had you know the solo the solo and ensemble stuff had to be on a list. But in Alabama, you know, you just select a piece. So. Um, I kind of uh, may have lost my train of thought there, but uh, oh, we're talking about your different resources that you've yeah. created. Oh, but uh, okay. So the uh, so we were getting a push for kids to have some kind of accompaniment when they go uh, to solo and ensemble, and uh, and I was all and I was also trying to make sure that it was you know limited range, limited. Uh, Rhythm, rhythmic complexity. I, I didn't want them to have to come in on a pickup. I wanted young kids to be able to go in with confidence, right? So I wrote a series of solos, uh, playable on any you know any wind instrument. Uh, got them in little books with a piano accompaniment. 
and uh, an MP3 accompaniment. And I hired, uh, I had a the buddy a buddy of mine who was supposed to come work with my kids to play to play piano for them for solo and ensemble. And then he kept missing. You know, he kept not showing up, and it was like, oh, this is super frustrating. Uh, so I went back. I said, you know what? I will do it. And I went back and wrote, uh, rearranged the accompaniments uh, for guitar so that I could go in and accompany them on guitar. <laughs> so now I have guitar, piano, or MP3 accompaniment for every solo. And then I, the next summer, I went back and did another set of them. So I have 24 of those solos. Uh, the range goes from B flat concert to A flat concert. No, uh, you know, uh, there's no E natural, you know, I mean, it's like, it's yeah. these notes, it's these rhythms, it, no dotted chord, you know, just simple, uh, but effective kids like playing them easy okay. to accompany. Yeah. Opening a lot of doors with the yes. first one being successful and how many of us need those opportunities. So before we get to your final question, I want to invite our listeners to take a moment to think about how you can put some of these practices we've been talking about in the different band director bootcast, uh, bootcamp podcast into practice in your own life. Welcome band director bootcamp listeners. If you're feeling a bit burnt out and are ready for support and accountability partners in your wellness and productivity, we have an amazing opportunity for you. Join our 90-day virtual bootcamp, a community initiative designed for busy band directors like you who love their job but seek a more sustainable approach. We'll meet weekly, discuss your wellness goals, and develop strategies to help you achieve them. We'll tackle productivity hacks and fine-tuned systems for the upcoming school year. With 35 years of experience, I've got some tricks and tips up my sleeve that I can't wait to share. So, as we move into a new season of our lives, if you want to feel empowered and supported by like-minded individuals, this is your chance. Reach out to me at banddirectorbootcamp.com or click on the link in our show notes to schedule a 15-minute call. Let's ensure this is the right fit for you, get you signed up, and embark on this wellness journey together. Because together, we rise. All right. We are back here with Jim Evans for a final question, um, and he's sharing the resources from his website, beginning.band. And uh, he's already talked to us about all the free downloadable printable band method books and the solo and ensemble resources. And there's another section that we're going to share with you as we have our last couple minutes here, um, and that's about the pep band. And um what you've got available here, because we've all been in that situation where somebody needs a group somewhere soon, and you're like, but what are we going to do? So talk to us about this part. Okay. So, um, I, uh, when I was teaching in, uh, in Houston in uh, 1996 or something, my little sc middle school band, w we were told that we needed to play in the parade. Well, there's some kind of community parade coming along and we, and, you know, I had just been there a year or two and we really didn't have, uh, we just were not up for that. Uh, but, uh, so I wrote a, a piece called uh, IDK. Uh, I just remembered the name IDK from some kid that I, I had uh, went to school with in third grade. He wrote IDK on his spelling test, and it stuck with me. And so I called the piece IDK so it would have a title. Uh, kept the rhythm the same for all the instruments, put a little beat with it. Uh, and that piece has uh, – it was on the uh, bandfolio.com site, and it's been all over – People play it all over the place, right? And um, 
anyway, so that fight song, people use it for fight songs, play it at pep rallies. It, uh, I also started uh, about 2016 when they started, uh, when arrangeme.com, uh, no, uh, Sheet Music Plus and Hal Leonard started letting people arrange and post on um, on Sheet Music Plus and Sheet Music Direct. Um, th- I, I started uh, putting music, uh, putting pieces together to publish up there, you know, because back in the old days, folks would just like write out pop tunes and there would be no licensing or whatever. And so I wanted to keep it, I wanted to like kind of legitimize them. Right. And like put, you know, put pieces out where they're actually, you know, you can download this and you for, I I keep them as cheap as they will possibly let me keep them, but you can go to sheet sheet music uh, plus, or you can actually just go to beginning dot band and then follow the link and get pep band stuff. First and second year, uh, accessible pieces that will work for your football games and your pep rallies or whatever. If you have a young group and you're trying to, trying to have, have them in a parade or whatever, uh, there's, uh, there's several pieces available that, uh, that work really well for that. Um, uh, I have a dynamite, uh, you know, the song dynamite. Okay. So I have one where that that you can do, if you got some kids that can play a melody and you have kids playing three notes, you know, and just playing that little, just doing the vamp. And it's, I guess it's just the chorus part of that tune, but that, you know, I've had little fifth and sixth graders out, uh, out marching in the parade, playing, playing dynamite and just having a blast. Um, and it just, you know, I try to just make it as accessible as I can and yet still sound like something, you know, something that kids want to want to play. Well, there you go. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. I want to encourage all you listeners to go to beginning.band and check out what he's got. Um, it's it's can save you a lot of time and stress. And so it's it's not just a productivity tip. It can become a wellness tip for you when you've got these right at your fingertips and it's something you don't have to stress about. So Jim Evans, thank you so much for your time and expertise and generosity of all these resources that you've provided for so many years and for joining us on this edition of Band Director Bootcamp. And thank you to all you listeners who are making a difference in every your kids' lives every day through the magic of music education. The work you do matters, and so do you. Join us next time on Band Director Bootcamp for another episode of Productivity and Wellness Tips to make your life a little easier. <laughs>